Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $20 on the steel MS-162 or MS-170 chainsaw. Real steel. Offer valid through June 30th, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now save $30 on the American-made steel FS56 RCE trimmer. Real steel. The FS56 RCE is made in America of U.S. and global materials. Offer valid through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Live from New York, it's the show that listened to Cameron's new song four times this morning. He's not going to invite you on the show, man. He's I just want, I, you know what? Say it. He might. It's <laughs> in Miami. It's in Vegas. I, it's, it's in, in Vegas? Vegas now? Yeah. Because I thought it was here. I didn't no, yeah, that's why you I couldn't to go on. on. Oh, I can't go on either. Many times Cameron. Now he's Vegas? Today, it's Bill's Vegas. favorites in Miami. What are the chances that Josh throws the game and the season away? Oh. That's mean. Let's just be honest. God, God, goodness. Meanwhile, you're not going to believe it. Micah Parsons talking about the Super Bowl, bro. <laughs> you're going to love it. And finally, really? an injured so prince. Will he make an appearance on the most motivational segment in all of sports, the Bud List? Oh, Buckle up for this. Here we go. Alongside Nick Wright, I'm Kevin Wilds. Come on. Let's go. Brew, anybody on the bubble Bud List? <laughs> I don't know which way you're going to go. Uh, to use your guy's term, <laughs> the bake show. Oh, oh the bake show. Oh, Baker's not on there? I would have assumed. Baker was on the bubble. On wow. the bubble. I yeah. might do your boy a favor and put him on. Okay. Uh, we start with the Pro Bowl quarterbacks. You know, in 2022, it was Mahomes, Mac Jones, and Justin Herbert. Now this year, that's misleading. That's not the who was named. There's a picture of those were the three. I'm, I'm <laughs> updating you. Yeah, I'm just setting ahead. the stage, and now I'm going to bring it to that current is day. Football reference. Here. This year, Tua Lamar and Mahomes, one of five Chiefs selected for the honor. It's his sixth straight year as a Pro Bowler, which caused some people to say balderdash. Josh Allen, ranked as the top Pro Bowl snub. Record the same, passing yards a little bit, interceptions not that far off. Josh got two more. And then the rushing touchdowns are where it really jumps out. Mahomes has zero. Josh Allen has 15. League eh. record. I mean, it's something. Tied with Jalen Hurts for league yeah. record. So the question is, did Mahomes deserve the Pro Bowl nod? You know, I, this is a bad job by me. I got to admit, because I try to be, and Brew is a hard guy to surpass on this, but I try to be the most prepped person in sports TV. And Brew is, if, if it's not me, it's him uh, basically every or day. Me. Well, no, you're, you have a different. Uh, you're just jolly. Yeah, you know, whatever happens, <laughs> you so, got jokes. I mean, you're the, you might be the most valuable member of the set, but as far as like note taking everything, I wouldn't, I wouldn't when die. you guys said on the morning <laughs> meeting, we were talking Pro Bowl and snubs. Maybe yeah. I was distracted or whatever. I assume we're talking about the big snub of LeJarrius Sneed missing it for Jalen Ramsey, who played nine games. Like, give me a break, America. Sneed, that might be first-team All-Pro corner. Oh, give no, me a break. But with that said, I can address this here. Here's the deal, guys. Bills fans think that Nick Wright has it out for Josh Allen. Mm. That I Nick Wright. Why. Well, let me ask you this. Does Nick Wright have a Pro Bowl vote? Mm-mm. No. 
So, uh, but yet, despite that, two of the last three years, the voters have surveyed the landscape and said, does Josh Allen deserve to be a pro bowler? And they, not me, said no. And now, and we can show you the why. Show us Josh's numbers as a passer. Now, Brew and your graphic make a strong case that maybe you should have gotten consideration as a running back because those rushing touchdowns are quite impressive. But as a passer, those are not Pro Bowl numbers. And as far as did Mahomes get take his spot, here's the part that maybe Bills fans and other football fans might not want to hear. They can say it's unfair. I'm just here to be a truth teller. Mahomes' spot is not up for grabs, not up for debate, and it's his until he's not in his prime. That's just how it works. Peyton Manning from 2002-2014. There were 13 Pro Bowls played. He made it 12 times. The one time he didn't, he was hurt. Aaron Rodgers from 2011 to 2021. There were 10 Pro or 11 Pro Bowls played. He made nine. The two he didn't, he missed half or most of the season. Tom Brady from 2009-2018. There were 10 Pro Bowls played. He made all of them. When you are the guy, yeah. you're a Pro Bowler. You're not always the MVP. You're not always all pro. You're a Pro mm-hmm. Bowler. What's unfortunate for these other quarterbacks is Mahomes Prime started his rookie year. And so he's just a Pro Bowler every year that he's healthy. So the real beef would be Allen versus Tua because Lamar has to be there and Mahomes is auto so in. So not because of performance, but just because of what you just said about Mahomes. Uh, if you're the best player in the league, you make the Pro Bowl. I don't set the rules. Well, Those if, are the rules. If you don't have the best year. And I'm the, a Mahomes guy. I'm, but I'm just but, saying if you want to say – go ahead. Make no, I'm just, I, I I'm, what I'm saying is when you are – a first-ballot, no-doubt, Hall of Fame quarterback, of which right now there's only one active. Aaron Rodgers would be the other, but Mahomes is the only Lamar's one that, that is that. Lamar mm-hmm. might be a week yep. away from it, sure. Uh, you make Pro Bowl every year, and that's what it was for Manning, for Brady, for Rodgers, the other guys in that group. So he's always going to be there un- unless he's injured or he- his prime's over, yep. and neither is the case. Right. I- I- here's the only thing I would disagree with, possibly. And I don't expect Mahomes to have this type of year next year. But if he does this next year and there are three other guys that are like, oh, my gosh, they're having great years, that might change. It might. I don't know. Because I think this year you, he did kind of get that historic benefit of the doubt. But if he has a second bad year, what we call a bad year by his standards, maybe it'll change. Maybe. But I, I don't think – Allen was snubbed. And I don't even like to use the word snub because snub, I think, is when, oh, my gosh, how in the world did like, he not make What happened the, to LeJarrius right? Sneed? I mean, somewhat, maybe. Yeah. But this, I, look, I can't look at any – obviously, Lamar is going to be the MVP. Mahomes, because he's Patrick Mahomes, but also because his numbers passing-wise are just pretty much as good, yeah. the same as Josh's. And Tua – Look, the three best, in my view, the three quarterbacks that do the most for their teams, that are like, that drive their teams, are in AFC Lamar, Mahomes, and Josh Allen. Sure. And fourth, I would say, would be CJ Stroud. Okay. But if you're talking about Pro Bowl, who's had the best seasons, Tua. I we can't can punish him because he's got Tyreek and, and Mostert and, and all these other guys, Jalen Waddle. The, the, he leads the A. There, there's their numbers. Yeah. But Tua leads the AFC in five categories. Yeah. Yards total, yards per game, touchdown passes, completion percentage, passer rating. He leads the conference. 
How in the world am I going to leave him off and his team's guaranteed to make the playoffs? Now, Josh, the 15 touchdowns. It's Russell. like, man, this dude's breaking the record for touchdowns by a quarterback. So is Jalen Hurts. They're tied. And neither of them made the Pro Bowl, which is interesting. Hurts is different because those are the tush-push touchdowns. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Josh's are really – count. I'm not saying they're bad. I'm just saying Josh's are more impressive just because he's running 10 yards sometimes. They seem like they're less or, guaranteed yeah, touchdowns. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so, so I, I – but I, I think it's close. Um, and I, I'm gonna say this, Nixon. I'm gonna try to be. I try to be consistent. Why is Lamar going to win the MVP? They got a great record. They're the number one seed. Yeah. And the eye test It's not numbers. Yeah. It's the eye. Now he's had the injuries. You can factor that in. And he's still doing the work. But the eye test. We're watching the games, and this guy's dominant. I don't care. That he only had one touchdown. Yeah. He dominates the game. When I look at the eye test between Mahomes and Allen, because that's to me it's Mahomes versus Allen. It's Mahomes. A hundred percent. Allen is as dynamic, and he'll make a play here or there. But I'm always on the edge of my seat, like, man, is this dude gonna blow it? And so the eye test is with Mahomes. So that's why I would. That's old news. That's old news. I read about that in Sports Illustrated years ago. Yeah, I I did say the best. You have to keep the stuff fresh. You've been saying that for years. You're the first. Who said that? Me? You've been saying that for years. Can can we just apologize to the viewers? But the the other, I don't know, Pubs, if we can do it real quick before we move on. Put up the Mahomes Allen side by side again that we started the segment with. Yeah. I do think it is telling that we are that. From just the passing numbers, mm-hmm. Mahomes is better, and but we it's are close. Talk- no, of course it's yeah. close, but we are. But the conversation surrounding them was so different because a, a, a week ago, the conversation surrounding Josh was, might he steal MVP? Two weeks ago, before Lamar really seized it, might he steal MVP? And the conversation surrounding Mahomes is the Chiefs' offense is broken. And yet, despite all of that, and the last thing and that... And Mahomes, can that, you imagine if he had Stephon Diggs? Well, and the... Sure. And the, the other thing that I would say is, I think Mahomes' poor play has cost the Chiefs one game. I do put that Raider game on. But oh, I, I, Mahomes absolutely. made I, a critical... One critical two. mistake, and you, some could argue two, depending on who you put the fumble on. Josh has cost the Bills four games this year. Four games direct that they should not have lost directly related to mistakes. And they might not mistakes. make the playoffs. And they, and the they might not make the playoffs. So for all those reasons, I don't. I know that it was shocking to people because some in the media were trying to sell that Josh Allen might be the league's MVP. <clears throat> but the right three quarterbacks made it in the NFC in I the buy, AFC. This I buy that. Bills favored in Miami Sunday night. Josh Allen surprisingly. Fan of the show. I don't know this. I would doubt that. I don't know it for 100%. If he is, it'd be this side of it. Well, especially me, because listen to what he said (laughs) here about one of our favorite segments. Take a listen. We've just kind of taken the mindset of it's that we've been in the playoffs. You know, it's been survive and advance or or win and go home, and it's no different this week. You know, we don't want to rely on anybody else. Um, we got to, you know, in our minds, it's a a must-win game. You know, we got to go get this done and... Um, there's a hungry team, a team that's really good, that's played very well throughout the season, um, standing in front of us. So we got to do whatever we can. Yeah. See? Must win. <laughs> that was it? Well, I actually thought he was saying what he saw Coach Mangini say yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> Which is what? We've been in the playoffs for a month. Yeah, yeah. that's what that, you did say that. Must win. That's what you took. Yeah. This is actually a must win, though. Yeah, well. well Your must wins yes are like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kind of. So, do Bills win. deserve to be road favorites? They're favored this game. Yes. 
Ooh. Yes, Ooh. and I know they're up and down, and I know we have no idea which Bills team is going to show up. But yes, yes, a thousand times yes. Because you know what we do know? Miami can't hang with the big boys. All right? They, they, they can't. I mean, unless you're Dallas. On Are the, we on sure the, Buffalo's big Dallas boy. on, well, they've beaten some of the top teams in the league, yeah. and including Miami, 48-20. Yeah. to 20. Mm-hmm. Yep. I know it was early in the year, but still, that was the same Buffalo that's like this. So they, they pounded them, number one. They are the more desperate team. I get it Miami wants to win, and they, you know, I'm sure they're trying to say this is – we got to win this game to get the two seed. But they aren't saying it like the Bills because the Bills absolutely need to win this game. You can't put it in another team's hands. Uh, also, as I said, Miami one in four, Nick, against teams with winning records. Dallas, they beat. Good win. But Dallas, we know, isn't great on the road. I'm not going to go and yeah, kill yeah. the Cowboys right now. And then Miami, 18 points a game against those good so, teams. Good Give point. up 35. And, and Buffalo, as we said yesterday, don't get blown out. They do not get blown no, out. No, I don't think Miami would blow them out. Uh, I don't think Buffalo deserves to be road favorites, and I think that early season game has distorted our perception of how close, since Mike McDaniel's come to Miami, mm-hmm. that Miami's played the Bills. They played three times last year, including yeah. the playoff game. Last year, Miami won the first matchup by two. Buffalo won the second matchup by three. And then in the playoff game, with Skylar Thompson Which playing quarterback, yes. Buffalo won by three in, I think it was 37-34. A high-scoring a high game where Miami's offense – since Mike McDaniel's gotten there, moves the ball in this Buffalo defense. Yeah. So even in that – listen, the Bills dominated that first matchup on the scoreboard, and I'm not trying to act like Miami outplayed them. But for a 48-20 to 20 game, the yardage was 414 to 393. Miami you know averaged, why that is a lot. What? I mean, when you're down No, but big, it wasn't that. But it was – Miami was – I understand, but that's, that. not, that's not the – sometimes that happens. That wasn't the context of that game. Miami was moving the ball in the first half and scored – multiple touchdowns. What happened in that game was two key turnovers. Mm -hmm. They gave the Bills short fields. On yards per play basis, the Bills were 7.4, Miami was 6.8. The point I'm making is, this is not one of those divisional matchups that one team just dominates the other one. And so, I I think that, I understand last year is last year, but it's a lot of the same players, same coaches, same personnel. And so, no, I do, and to me, Buffalo, they have the good fortune of when they are discussed, we talk about so much more than we do with other teams, their A-plus performances. And to me, they've had two this year. One was against Miami and the game against Dallas. About once every two months, the Bills look like the team that the media pretends they are every week. And so I just don't – I do not think in a game that is wildly important for Miami – and by the way – if I'm wrong and Pittsburgh loses on Saturday, then the game is equally as important for both teams. Both teams are in the playoffs, and both teams win the, get the two seed without it and drop That's to the six or seven. That, I mean, they might lose that, anyway, but they could lose. The, I, I think so, they Josh, better Josh Allen against Mike McDaniel's Dolphins, four games including the playoffs. He's out here cooking, though. Yep. Almost 400 yards, 14 touchdowns, two interceptions. I feel like. You know, what, what does Coach Mangini say? He's a make-it-happen quarterback, make-it-happen for you or the other team. But he's making it happen for the Bills if he's only throwing the ball to the Dolphins two times. In, in, the, in the playoff so game, though, three fumbles. Hold on, but that, what that doesn't include is in the playoff game, three fumbles, two fumbles lost. And I do, and that 
I think that I just think people are misremembering how well every time Mike McDaniel's gone up against Sean McDermott's defense, how well his teams move the football. Mm-hmm. And so I just don't think that in a game in Miami, in in good conditions, that the Bills' defense is gonna all of a sudden shut this team down. You are right that they played them tough. I was shocked at what happened earlier in the season. Yeah, like I I thought Miami was right there with them. All right, so we'll talk about Miami's defense. No Jalen Waddle. Maybe he makes a surprise recovery, but we're not expecting it. All eyes on Tyreek for this matchup. Here's McDermott on the dynamic wide receiver. Take a listen. Yeah, he's unique. I mean, there's in my 20-some years in the NFL, there's no one else like him that I've seen um, in terms of what he can do on the field, uh, what he's been able to do this year. And um, so the utmost respect for his game. I mean, last game, Three catches for 58 yards, so not too much. Are you expecting a monster game from Tyreek? No. Oh. And I agree with what McDermott said for the most part. I'd have to go back to 20 years and see who was in. But he is a top five receiver. I think he was legitimately in the MVP race, especially earlier in the year. Uh, He's awesome. But if you look at his numbers this year, he hasn't been, and I, I hate to strike this same thing theme, but it's been against the bad teams. That's fair. Looking against the good teams, five five games against teams over 500, just 37 catches. That, that's similar to the rate with the others, but only 76 yards a game, one touchdown in five of those games, and 10 yards per catch versus 18 mm-hmm. against the the tomato cans. And in none of those games did he have 100 yards. He only had, as as you see, one touchdown. That was against Philadelphia. And so the good teams, good defenses, they focus on him and they know how to keep him in under wraps, so to speak. So I don't think he's going to bust out. His bust out games were against Carolina and teams like that. So I I was smiling when you were doing it because you and I have shockingly similar graphics with very different uh, assessments. Mm. Because I have Tyreek in wins and losses. And the my in wins, he dominates. And you know when the Dolphins don't win? When Tyreek doesn't dominate. Now, those aren't the exact same games as you're talking about because obviously right. they beat Dallas. But the, the key to beating the Dolphins is keep Tyreek Hill under wraps. And I listen to Josh Allen. These are playoff games. And I've seen Tyreek Hill against the Bills in the playoffs, and he cooks them. Cooking Tyreek Hill in his first playoff game against the Bills, 9 for 172. Tyreek Hill in his second playoff game against the Bills, 11 for 150 and a touchdown. And Tyreek Hill last year with Skylar Thompson throwing him the ball, 7 for 70. No touchdown, which is not much, but again, that was was a different spot. And so I think that the key to stopping Miami is less about they can't beat teams with winning records, and it's more about what makes Miami Miami and the I reason that. that I was so, you know, staunchly a Tyreek Hill versus Tua supporter in the MVP discussion when they were both in it was, I think if, Ty- if you slow down Tyreek Hill, you slow down Miami. I think it is simple as that. Mm-hmm. What makes them a special team is their – and when Bruce said – and I don't want to uh, – I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. When you said he's top five receiver, you weren't talking about right now. Mm-hmm. You were all talking time. about all time, a top five receiver. What makes them special is the only – well, uh, maybe along with Ramsey, but the only surefire first ballot, no doubt, Hall of Famer they have on their team 
team who's still in the prime of his career. I don't think Russell Douglas, shout out to him, AFC Defensive Player of the Week, is going to have the same success against him. I think that not having Tredavious White, I know they haven't had him for most of the year. I don't trust these Bills corners to be able to slow down Tyreek Hill in good conditions in a game so Miami's got to have. have. A great game. I think Tyreek Hill's going to have a great game, and it's why I think Miami's going to win. Okay. Two-seeded Cowboys, are they going to the Super Bowl? And if they lose to the two-seed, uh-oh. They actually brought it up, Super Bowl? Wow. Well, Micah specifically. It's next <laughs> on FS1, the Fox Sports Channel Series XM. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $20 on the steel MS-162 or MS-170 chainsaw. Real Steel. Offer valid through June 30th, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Fox Super 6, free-to-play game. You download, you enter, you get yourself a chance to win. Welcome back to an electric show. Micah Parsons said the Cowboys have an opportunity to have a statement game this weekend in Washington, which they need to ensure that they remain the two-seed. Here's Micah on the team's ultimate goals. Really, if you think about from week one, you're playing for the division, you're playing for playoff hopes, you're playing for Super Bowl hopes. So I really don't think anything has changed. We're playing for the same thing we've been playing since week one. So um, mentality or anything else should not be different. It's, at least for me, I'm treating this the same game as I would treat the Rams when we play the Seahawks. It's all fighting for the division, but now that you know we might have the lead or whatever it may be, it doesn't change that we need to go out here and get a division win. Okay. Can the Cowboys reach the Super Bowl if they are not the two seed? Micah says they're going to be because he is locked in. Well, Micah should be, and they better get the number two seed. If they want a legit chance, no. Does the regular season matter? Yes. Is the regular season any indicator of how good a team is? If it is, then no chance. They're three and five on the road, and I, now I'm supposed to believe they're going to go on the road and beat three good teams to get to the Super Bowl? They haven't beaten a good team on the road yet. These are the teams they've beaten on the road. The Giants, the Chargers, and the Panthers. None of them are going to be in the playoffs, all right, or the likes of them. All right, so, no, they have no chance, Coach, if they don't get the number two seed. So, I think they'll come in, take care of business, because they better if they want to get to the Super Bowl. Yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. And those road losses, two of those road losses were blowouts. Right, the Buffalo and the San Francisco road loss. Another one was a huge disappointment with the Arizona yep. road loss. They had two close ones. They've been outscored like 151 to 79 on the road. Dak, I think, is seven touchdowns and five interceptions on the road. And it's, it's strange because there's some seasons where you're just really good at home and you're poor on the road or vice versa. And, and this, is, this is one of those seasons. And you look back at like the 2007 Giants. That, that Giants team was poor at home. They were 3-5. and five. They were 7-1 on the road. They went on the road, were road warriors, and it, it actually played in mm. to their strengths and were able to win the Super Bowl. And, and you wish as a coach you could explain why you're so good on the road or why you're so good at home, and you try all different things, but sometimes that's who you are. And this is who this Cowboys and team is. And they were is. last year. I mean, yeah, they were 500, it, but still. But, yeah, so they, they've actually gotten worse on the road. So if, if, that's, if that's the path they have to go – 
then it's going to probably be a very short path. Wilds, a few quick questions. Mr. Consistency. That is correct. That is what they call me. Be less humble. No, just wait. Let me ask the questions. That was last year's New Year's resolution, but I'm thinking about running it back for this year. It worked so well. Uh, What was my Super Bowl pick before the year? It was Cowboys, Chiefs. Cowboys and the Chiefs, NFC. obviously, another yeah. parade. There I you also go. have um, the Chiefs for the record. Unlike everybody. Brew, who has been losing toes, have been no. flirting with the team from the, you know, Just Northern California. You ask me every have, show, I'm not have I ever once wavered on the Cowboys? Yes, dude. Exactly right. What's the question here? No. I got to do a lot of work. What, yeah, I understand. Jeez. What's the question? Dallas need the two seed to reach the Super Bowl. Absolutely, unequivocally, yes. Oh, see, this is a little And bit. it is not because. They would have been drawing dead as the five seed. Had, like, had Philly taken care of business against Arizona and Dallas right. would have just been, you know what I mean, almost resigned to getting the five, I still think they could have gotten there. Because I, 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 don't, I don't buy into the road stuff the way you guys do. They're going to end the year four and five on the road. You're right, they have two blowout losses. They also have the, the second most blowout road wins of any team in football. We can show it to you. Bro, yeah, the every, Giants and the Panthers. Bro, okay, okay, that's fine. But to act like they're the only team that's played bad teams throughout the year, just, to, just for a moment, just let me, let me explain this for a second. The, <laughs> the idea that they, I don't think they are just drawing dead on the road. But I do think they are dead. I will change my Super Bowl pick. I will abandon it if they're not the two seed because it will mean they lost to Washington. On Monday, and there's you, a chance you're changing your Super Bowl pick. If the Cowboys set. lose to Washington in a game that is the most important game they've played since the playoff game last year, and Bruce just said rack that like he's Jim Rome in 1997. <laughs> um, the, uh, yes, then I'm out on it. Washington that, has been for four months the worst team in the NFL. Yeah. Washington is starting their worst of the two of quarterback what? options. Washington is awful, and the Cowboys have to have the game. I look at this game as important as almost any game happening this weekend outside of Miami-Buffalo. Or, I guess, also in and, Houston, and which is a playoff Unfortunately, game. Nick, just like you know all those statistics, every player in that locker room knows those statistics. Yeah, but some, Everybody yeah. they talk to knows those, those statistics. So, so I, I hear what Mike is saying about how dialed in he is. Mike has handled that focused. correctly. You no, know, he properly, absolutely. Right? But is that the reality? Is that the reality? Because there's so many cautionary tales. I shared the one yesterday that led to New England's demise. Mm-hmm. That happens so often where as much as everybody says, hey, I'm going to take this Can seriously, I- you go out and suddenly they're hanging around in the fourth quarter and bad things Can happen. Can I give a counterpoint to that real quick? I don't think it actually happens that often. I just think we only remember the times it happens. The time that the huge favorite that everyone thinks is going to win wins, we don't remember it at all. So it stands out in our memory the times New England gets bitten or if the Cowboys were to lose yeah. this game, we'll remember it. But it's not like it happens often. 14-point underdogs rarely win. And no matter what week on the calendar it is, it happens once or twice an NFL season. But it shouldn't happen. That's, <laughs> what, he, that's what he saying it's like you know it March Madness it's like I, a 215 like oh my god it happened of course we're not yeah, talking and about it shouldn't happen the last game of the season and it's not going so to. much on the line right. yeah but Nick, but unfortunately human nature will sometimes okay. take over and so we're going to dig into the actual here. game here Cowboys almost two touchdown favorites in DC Sunday it's four o'clock on Fox their average margin of victory is 22 points best in the league and second best this century 
A lot of tomato cans, obviously. <laughs> Last time they played the Commanders, it was 45 to 10. So, Brew, would another blowout win prove anything? I, I'm not going to say it'd be nothing. It would it would mean a little something. Would you tomato can the Commanders again? He well, already they, did. They, they're tomato cans. They're you certified. Uh, yeah, they're, they're very certified. <laughs> um, I mean, but I wouldn't – look, if they went out there and blew them out, it would show, okay, they have the right mentality for the playoffs. It would give them confidence because they've lost their last two on the road. So, if they, if they go and win by three points or six points – they might have a little bit of doubt. Is this road thing real for real? Of course it is. Yeah. But if they blow them out, I think they feel better, Coach. Now, oh, I, I'm not going to say it would change my mindset on the Cowboys completely because they blew out the Giants. They blew out the Panthers. As you said, they got more blowouts than any team on the road. So uh, it would mean a little something, but it wouldn't be life-altering. Yeah, in a perfect world, they blow them out and, and the, the – core group of starters is on the sideline in, in the second half or you can take them out early they're wearing their their division championship hats you know the whole thing <laughs> at halftime like, you want the hats out it, 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 that would be that would be great if you could get those guys out and and that's the that's what happens perfect but more importantly is just get the win however you have to get the win that's that's the most important thing and ideally you come out healthy like that more than anything else you want to be able to get the win, whether it's by one or three or thirty. And, you don't and think a club like a two-point win on a last-second field goal. You don't think that would be like, man. I mean, they, they're fine. They're in the playoffs. They're number Look, two. But. I, yeah, it, that w- wouldn't be ideal. You wouldn't be excited about it. But no, it'd be worse. A two-point yeah, loss guys, on the road. Listen, that would be. Here's the thing: the Cowboys are going to win by double digits, and Brew's going to bring out tomato cans, and it's going to mean nothing. And here, I, I understand that the narrative out there that the Cowboys only beat up on tomato cans. I also understand this fundamental fact. Right now, there are five NFC teams that have locked into the postseason. Dallas, obviously. San Francisco, Detroit, Philly, and the Rams. Dallas has played all of them and beaten all of them but San Francisco, who's the one seed. Seattle, right now, it's either going to be Seattle or Green Bay as another playoff team. They've also played Seattle and beaten them. There's four NFC teams other than Dallas above 500, and Dallas has beaten all of those teams except for San Francisco. This idea that Dallas has really struggled, if we're being honest, against the best teams in the AFC, which maybe speaks poorly for its chances come the Super but in the NFC, they've played everyone and beaten everyone but San Francisco. And I do like a game's a chance. Can I show you the graphic against the spread? Ten-point underdogs. Early on in the season, one and six. Weeks 13 through 17, <laughs> there are four outright wins, including the Cardinals beating the uh, Eagles last week against the spread. Eight and two, That's including good, wow. the lowly Patriots going up to Buffalo. Everyone thought it would, that was a two-touchdown game. I said there's zero chance Nick, the Patriots get blown out. You don't think there's any significance when you're undefeated at home and you have a losing record on the road? I like, do you think, think there's, there's major any... significance when it comes to why they need the two seed so they don't have to go on the road. You got it. And, and they're going to have the two seed. And Wilds initially started showing us that graphic before Chiefs-Patriots. That's when you first started showing us that the underdog's going to win. I'm Guys. Did we cover in that the game? The Cowboys are. Does everyone – show of hands. Does everyone agree the Cowboys are a top five team? Everybody agree this year in the NFL? 
Top five team. We all agree. Come on. Nobody's raising their hands, but you all agree. <laughs> Thank you, Brew. Do we all agree the Commanders are a bottom five team? That's not how it works. Yes. That's okay. Not, I agree. Where is part- Arizona? Where, where would that logic that, be with that, Arizona? Oh, my God. With Joshua Dobbs at quarterback. Yeah, yes. Not Kyler Flurry. Teams fall asleep and have bad games. The teams – Historically, That's typically, un, un, I understand the 2019 Cowboys Patriots, who I think we're having a bit of a season from hell element post Super Bowl with all the Brady stuff. We lived it in real time. They were 14 we're, point I, favorites. I understand that, and the reason we remember it five years and later is because games. it's so rare. They're not going to lose yeah, to the Commanders. Don't put them on Nick's picks. They're not going Don't to lose to the Commanders. Be at the plasma clinic Coming up next, big show. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Uh, you are now looking moderately live at the Bake Show. We got this earlier in the day. Practicing today, he's going up against the Panthers, who have won two games all year. Tampa clinches the NFC South title with a win. Bake Show banged up, but he's got that Ohio, you know, spirit, Toughness, that yep. grit. Yep. Take a listen. Coach knows. Is there any doubt in your mind that you won't be out there someday? I'll do everything I can to be out there. That's for sure. Uh, division on the line, playoff hopes on the line. Going back to Carolina. Yeah, I'll do everything I can. Oh, you're going to get lit up. (laughs) Wild. Watch out. Are you as shocked as I am? That what? Tampa's got smart people there. Mm -hmm. We've got Super Bowl champions on the Mm -hmm. coaching staff. You're going to get lit up now, bro. Are you as surprised as me that they have, after watching all offseason, all preseason, all 17 weeks, that they have to choose between a clearly injured, and less than 100% Baker Mayfield. Right. Or Bruce guy Kyle Trask. And they're like, you know what? Baker, we'd rather Baker, Baker at 30% than Trask at 100% and fresh and ready. Despite all those all-season quotes, Bruce. Yeah. No, that I'm just shocked big... by it. I'm just shocked by it. You can't. I'm Even if Trask was great, it. you can't do this. Here's the thing. Look, uh-huh. I'm not – I don't know that this will be my upset alert. And I've been hot. That's the other thing. I got nine upset alerts right this year. Wow. Um, That's pretty good. But Baker, look, Baker's just said something. And I'm going back to Carolina. Baker's the type of dude to get emotional, get excited. I want to prove to them, you know, it wasn't my fault we were one in five, even though I had the great Christian McCaffrey in the backfield with me. When Baker played Carolina earlier this season, Coach, I think he was trying to prove something, and they barely beat him, 21-18. to 18, And Baker completed fewer than 50% of his passes, a touchdown and a pick, and it was his second-worst game of the year, passer rating-wise. Last year, when he was in Carolina looking hapless, when he played Cleveland, same deal, 59% completions, one TD, one interception. I'm telling you, Baker – Did he win, did Baker, they win that game? The, the game in no, I, I doubt. I, I don't know. I can't, they didn't I didn't win. Know they only won one. one yeah, I thought. I All right, so I'm it. sure he didn't win. But I'm just saying, Baker. Baker's probably like, yeah, boy. I want to show y'all. Y'all cut me yeah. for Sam Darnold. I want to yeah. show you. 
And that's when the interceptions Verbatim. start happening. So, so, so you think he's probably going to lose? No, I'm saying I think they may. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm marinating. Hey, I, I'm, I'm going through the All-22 tonight. A bad upset alert. And, and Nick says that these upsets in the last no, the season don't happen. I didn't. Me. Hold on. Can, can There's I, a difference between four and a half and 14 points. Well, look, Go great. Ahead. I'm glad you said <laughs> okay, that because in 2021, the 2-14 and 14 Jacksonville Jaguars mm-hmm. with an interim head coach with the number one draft pick, who was the quarterback, at home beat a division rival who needed the win oh, yeah. to mm. go to the playoffs, and they were 14-point favorites. Yeah. So this never yeah. happens. Well, right? <laughs> it never happens. Not only is it the same exact situation, I mean almost down to the to the T, but uh, it, it never happens. No, there is a d- very large difference between Because well, it's the Prince and Bryce? No, 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 no. That's not at all. You got the wrong quarterback situation, actually. It's that... The the team, if I'm not mistaken, and I know you're going to bring that up, that the Prince beat was quarterbacked by Carson Wentz, who was basically as as I who was basically here. Baker a, a yeah. few years advanced. Yeah, except yeah. Baker's teammates adore him, and Carson Wentz's teammates, to a man in every locker room, can't stand him. Oh, that is that. I was trying to find a nicer way to say okay. that. Well, listen, so, so we're going to disregard the, all the other similarities the, and just like oh, the, well, Carson listen, Wentz. Well, that was actually. The, the, by the way, for the record, I, this Car- line, line is only, there is a chance. I'm sorry. You got this that? line There's is only four and a half for a reason. Why? Because Baker, yeah, that line was fourteen. I know, coach. I'm agreeing <laughs> with you. I, 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 I haven't even given my opinion on yeah, this. Yeah, you're wrong. I'm just being you attacked by all sides. Carson Wentz the, 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 the second the, Listen, I, I get it. I understand that those things sometimes happen. The reason we remember them is because they're rare. This would not be one of those situations. So this is not a sh- would not be a shocking. Baker upset. can't lose this game. Uh, th- this would be a huge loss. He cannot lose okay. to Bryce Young. Okay. He cannot. Would it not, oh. Nick? Bryce he Young could. cannot move the ball. Guys, the reason the line is only four and a half is because Baker clearly shouldn't play, but is going to. So the idea that I would sit here and guarantee the way I did the Baker. Cowboys game, I do believe in Baker. Doesn't sound I like don't like injured quarterbacks playing. I think we have scores of evidence that the injured quarterback playing is typically a bad idea. Now, the Tampa defense and the ability to just eviscerate Bryce Young might make that a moot point. But the fact that it is a question, if Baker is going to play, means the answer is he shouldn't, you know but what? might force Baker himself out Baker play the last time and was healthy, and yeah. the score was 21-18, and okay. Caroline had the ball right, with a coach. chance. Can I? To tie or win. Can I say something? And you know what this sounds like? Thank you. Brew and Coach both came into this discussion assuming I was going to guarantee a Baker win, but phrased their entire arguments about it, and now that I'm saying the same thing as them, they're still attacking (laughs) me. They're still, I mean, what? This sounds like you are laying the groundwork for an excuse. building every excuse. He's getting right. If they lose, it's because Baker was hurt. Baker, I watched the press conference. Baker's like, I'm a little sore. You know, I'll get out there. I'll be all right. I'll be fine. (laughs) That's what he's saying. A little normal soreness. And he's played through pain. Hey, come on. No excuses. If he loses to Carolina, no excuses. And is the bake show done? Can it just be Baker Mayfield? If he loses to Carolina, yes. Yes. It's a nickname game. All right. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, 
Right now, save $30 on the American-made steel FS56 RCE trimmer. Real steel. The FS56 RCE is made in America of U.S. and global materials. Offer valid through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Coming up next, it's the most motivational segment in all of sports, The Bud List. But right now, it's time for afternoon headlines, and we have a new sponsor, Dot's Sensationally Seasoned Pretzels. I get all to some of those. I hope so. Me too. I would love to try. Uh, both number one Taste. seed quarterbacks, Brock and Lamar, resting this weekend. Brew, which number one seed is more likely to make the Super Bowl? The 49ers, who you want to pick but refuse to, or <laughs> can I can I bring America behind the curtain? Of course. I mean, because really. Nick thought he was slick. He, he thought he was slick on the day's call when we did. What Brew, is- which one you got? You oh, know yeah. who I yeah, got. That is true. You know <laughs> who I got. True. Right? And I was thinking if there was a long pause, I was going to use it against you on the air. That is absolutely true. Go I on. have got the Ravens. Solid pick. All right, that, absolutely because. Look, I'm not writing off the Chiefs, but outside of them, and we're only giving them credit because of history. Mm-hmm. And you are writing off the Dolphins, correct? Yeah, I'm pretty much. That's what off I thought. I, I didn't mean to interrupt. I, you, I think Buffalo would be. I mean, Cleveland. Look, they're tough. They're they're AFC North. We know yeah. it could be a battle, but I, I mean, who in the AFC outside of the Chiefs, if they somehow turn back the clock, is there really that's a world beater? In the NFC, you got Philadelphia to go through. And I know they haven't looked good recently. And even the Cowboys. All right. I know they haven't looked good recently, but the ingredients are there. All right. And that's all I'm saying. So they're battle tested. So no, my 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 answer is uh, the Ravens. So I think it's the Niners, because the Niners have shown you that so why do I not believe in the Niners? Because I I don't believe Purdy can play from behind. But the Niners made a Super Bowl with a quarterback far worse than Purdy in this situation. They made a Super Bowl where in the entire run-up to the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. they got 207 yards passing total. And One off. passing Which touchdown won't be the case. total. Right. And they won both games by 17 points. They were the one seed. They dominated round one. And then in round three, they just ran the ball every damn time they wanted to and went to the Super Bowl. Baltimore, to me, has three things working against them. And they are undeniably right through the regular season. They are the undisputed champions if such a thing were to exist mm-hmm. because they crushed the Niners and they have they've checked every box but i think they have three things working against them one is the lack of playoff success for lamar is a real thing until it's not i, I i'm the, the, <clears throat> i'm not at all saying he's never going to be good in the playoffs what i'm saying is i think that is an detriment because I think there is a psychological component to playoff with games. With him, you think? Yeah, I, he I think with that, I, I think he's I, concerned about that. I don't think he's concerned about it today. I think that once the game starts, if it doesn't start well, I think it would be almost impossible for it to not be somewhere in his subconscious. That's the first thing. The second thing they have working against them is the potential that their first playoff game is going to be against a divisional opponent that is red hot. Because if the if the favorites hold, if you will, Cleveland is the team that goes to Baltimore. And I'll tell you this much, Cleveland ain't afraid of going to Baltimore. Oh, no. And then the last thing they have going against them is the not only reigning actual champions, but the the 
five-time essential reigning champions of the conference, even though they haven't won it five times, they have to go through at some point. And so all three of those things are why I think San Francisco's path is clearer. Even if it were a Niners-Ravens Super Bowl, I would pick Baltimore in a heartbeat. That's probably why they're the favorites because people think they got the easier I think that's exactly right. Yeah, this is this is hard to do, but I I agree with all your points. Well, you would have agreed with my ones last time too. I, last I, second, I, you would have listened to them. And, and go ahead. I think the Cleveland I think the Cleveland problem is real because the last home game that Baltimore lost was to Cleveland. Yeah. They were up by fourteen. Cleveland came back. It was Deshaun Watson's Watson's best game, but there isn't that fear or intimidation. So even though Baltimore is as as hot as they are, and and San Francisco lost a home game a couple games ago to to the Ravens and got beat up at home. I do agree that when you've got Patrick Mahomes lurking about and, and the potential that he always brings, that, that's an issue as well. And the playoff stress, the, 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 the moment can get really big for guys. And until they get through that, and Lamar hasn't gotten through that, that, that can be huge. And on the flip side, with, with San Francisco, who, who really challenged them? Who, who is the – is it going to be the Cowboys? I- we know that their issues are and – can I throw a team out there that San Francisco might have to play in round Maybe one? Maybe the Rams? Yeah. yeah. I, mean, I think yeah, the Rams, I can, I can in similar that. ways that I think Cleveland, they're not the same teams at all, but for the same logic tree of the Cleveland giving Baltimore some yeah. trouble, okay. a red-hot Rams team coming off an upset road victory in the postseason. Didn't they, did well, they play them tough earlier is, in the year? They, they played them tough, a tough adjacent earlier in the year, and then they played this week. But, but when you have that familiarity, the right. stadium's not as big a deal. Like, right. everything is, is – The McVay-Shanahan thing's yeah, a real no, thing. No, that's fair. Um, quickly, I, you know I always like Russ versus Russ, so we got Steve Young to weigh in it. He was on uh, KNBR with Tom Col- Tolbert and Adam Copeland. Let's hear what he has to say. I'd rather warm up, play a quarter, even a half, and be done. Like, that's the way to kind of stay with it. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like there's any – you know, now you're going to get the next week off, so you're not going to play for three weeks. I mean, 21 days. <laughs> Oh, okay. Oh, well, that's that's, that's very interesting. Okay, look, that's very interesting. Because Kyle Shanahan, who's a little more closely related to the event, Hubs, do we have his audio? Here's uh, Kyle Shanahan on this exact same question. Go ahead, please. No, I don't think it's good for anybody to take two weeks off. So, not at all. We should see how Trent was when he came back after a month off. Uh, three weeks. It's, it's not good. <laughs> so he doesn't think it's good to take two weeks yeah, off. Steve so Young I, says So I assume three that weeks would off. mean since since you get two weeks just with the bye, he's going to be holding some closed scrimmage uh, during the bye week is I guess what he's saying. I was listening you to already Steve lost Young, that. Super Bowl yeah, Hall winning, of Famer. Yeah, yeah, Hall of Famer, not oh, okay. Kyle Shannon. Right. Get there you're, trying to, fall apart. you're trying to win an argument from four days ago that after Steve the show Young. on camera, you admitted you lost. Steve Young said it's not good to have three weeks off. Yeah. That's yeah. all I'm saying. Three you weeks agree in with that between NFL it's, it's yeah, good football. that they're playing that, football out in San Francisco and not doing math homework. Yeah, they, you know? <laughs> they can't seem to get the answers right. Okay. That was very confusing what we did this last minute yeah, for people was. that weren't watching earlier in the week. We maybe shouldn't have done that. You no, should have just you should watch every show. Lay, lay <laughs> your sword so You missed one episode. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, everyone? It's Nick Wright, and I got something exciting to talk to you about today. Angie, your ultimate destination for getting all your jobs done well. Now, Angie isn't just your average home services marketplace. It's a game changer. With over 150 million homeowners served and a network of over 200,000 skilled pros, 
Angie has experience and expertise to tackle any project with ease. Whether you're looking to spruce up your backyard or undergo a major home renovation, Angie's got your back. And their pros are locally based, often running small businesses right in your community. And here's the best part. Angie makes the process seamless. From researching and comparing pros to scheduling services at your convenience, Angie's user-friendly platform puts you in control. So why settle for anything less than perfection when it comes to your home? With Angie, you can trust every project will be completed with the utmost care and professionalism. So get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today to discover why homeowners across the nation are turning to Angie to get all their jobs done well. Live from New York, it's the show that's buying Dusty a new Purdue hat for this weekend's big game. <laughs> nice. Late Christmas present. Make sure it can fit over his scooter helmet. Second hour, first things first. Today, why Travis Kelsey says the Chiefs' offense is back on track. Meanwhile, he has access to the All-22. No, Lakers dropped to under 500 in a new report. Says they may also drop Darvin Ham. Well, that's unlikely. Didn't they just win the big tournament? I, I mean, yeah, three and they nine. They fired Vogel after a championship. They <laughs> might do the same uh, But it's Thursday at four o'clock, so you know what that means. It's oh, time boy. for the most motivational segment in all sports. It's also time where we read some viewer mail for the year 2024. I thought it was going to fall off. I thought email was really going to take off. Turns out email, <laughs> physical mail, back in a big way. Dear Wilds, love the show. Do you have any New Year's resolutions besides campaigning for Shingun to be an all-star? Well, he has 330,000 votes. He needs to catch up there. Sincerely, Don Sr. Well, Don Sr., I have some sad news to share with you. The well of creativity must constantly be replenished. And sometimes you need to say, you know what? I got to throw away something to bring something new for the new year. Today will be our last show with Cowboy Brew. I don't, I don't believe it. Unfortunately, I have not come up with a new idea. So I asked Dusty to make a sad montage as we say goodbye to Cowboy Brew and leave him as a franchise of 2023. Tune in next week where I will hopefully have a, an idea equally stupid. Is this because you yelled at everyone about us not doing photoshops anymore I so because of that, that the they can't photoshop. do that photoshop? i said you know what if you're looking for change in the world you gotta start with the man in the mirror <laughs> okay and no more brew photoshop well there might be a photoshop but i don't believe not, you might not be in a cowboy i don't outfit. believe you all, all right miss. anyway here we go at number three on the bud list tua oh. now people are saying wait they're in the playoffs yeah, where's the pressure on them First of all, Tua, congratulations. First Pro Bowl, I think well-deserved. And uh, also first completely healthy season. Yeah. So great work by you. Congratulations on that. But the work is not done, okay, because you have not been paid yet, my man. The bag is out there. And I got to be honest, I am. if I were running the Dolphins, I'm not fully convinced I'd be willing to give you five years, $275 million or whatever it's going to be. All right, I want to see another healthy season. I want to see another great season by you before I give up that money. However, the way to convince the Dolphins brass is what? 
a deep playoff run. Mm-hmm. You're right. A deep playoff run. And the best chance of you having a deep playoff run is to get the number two seed, which you need to do this weekend by beating the Bills. So, Tua, I rock with you. Rock with you. What is it? Does that is that just, better than believing? It, I rock with you. You guys can decide. Oh, that. it's a break dancing thing. All right, at number, I missed it. Sorry. No, no, wait, wait. At number two, Trevor Lawrence. All right, now Trevor, I, you may not remember, but the last time you were ensconced in a slump, I did you a favor, my man. No, I didn't bring out Bugle Boys. No, I didn't put on a blonde wig. No, I didn't give you a fancy nickname, The Prince. All I did was motivate you by putting you on the bud list. And what happened was he came out and balled. All right, after a pedestrian start to the season, I think the first game might have been Tennessee when you threw for two touchdowns and ran for two more. So I'm doing you a favor, my man. I'm like your guardian angel. All right? What? And I protect you with tough love. All right, so here's some tough love. You got to win. You got to get in the playoffs. I don't want to hear anything about injuries. You're playing the Titans. All right, they're one, two, three, Cancun at this point. So go out there and win. Get in the playoff. Trevor, I, I do believe it. Oh, you do. I, now, look, I'd rather, I got to be honest. I would rather see Houston and C.J. Stroud in the playoffs. They can both get in. <laughs> CJ, this Houston wins, they're in. No matter what. All right. All right. So I, I I believe in you, Trevor. All right. At number one, this is a, d- a double. I didn't used to have to do this when I had five on the bubbles, oh, but Wilds got wild. mad. I was getting too much time on the air. Anyway, Sean McDermott and Josh Allen. All right. And it's self-explanatory. Self-explanatory. Sean, you got to make the playoffs. Uh, you have got to make the playoffs. You got one of the best quarterbacks in the league, even if he didn't make the Pro Bowl. You got one of the best receivers in the league, even though he's been down a little bit the last few months since Stephon Diggs. And you've got maybe the biggest Super Bowl banner in your practice facility True. saying that's the goal. So you got to get to the playoffs. If you don't, your job could be in jeopardy. If I was running a team, it would be. All right, so number now Josh Allen. Uh, we obviously know you're not going anywhere. We're not trading you, but you are one of the best quarterbacks in the league. You got to make the playoffs, my man. All right, so I I am impressed with your attitude over this last month. You've been winning games, and that's all you care about. You're not looking at, man, I'm throwing for 180 yards. Oh, man, I'm not throwing for touchdowns. You don't care. I'm impressed. I'm dead serious. You're not forcing the ball to Stephon Diggs. Love it. So just keep the right mindset and do whatever it takes to win. If it costs for 20 passes and that's it, do that. Just play a clean, smart game and get in the playoffs and then anything can happen. Josh, I do believe in you. Sean, good luck. Oh, wow. Excellent, Bud Excellent. God, that is so good every week. <laughs> like, I don't know how you do you, it. Coach. You put together segment <laughs> after segment. <laughs> And it's fantastic. So I, hard to top that. But I'm going to talk about your favorite villain, villain, Baker Mayfield. Oh. Okay. And 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 Nick's this, not going like this, this. This game is very important to him. Obviously, chance to win the division. He's got a chance to have a better record than Tom Brady did. He has a chance to potentially be comeback player of the year. So all those things are are incredibly important. But if there's a question as to whether or not he's going to play, it's important for other reasons. He plays 86 percent of the snaps, which he's at. A million dollar bonus. Oh, we, if oh, they make oh let's the, go. If they make the playoffs, a million dollar Ooh. bonus. And then if we can pull up this graphic, 
If he's either top 10 or top 5 in the NFC in any of these categories, which now everything in red he is, $300,000 each. Wow. $300,000, $600,000, $900,000, million. Let's go big. He's got shit. more than $3 million on the line. So right now he's got $3.2 million. If, I don't think he can catch up in completion percentage. No. But right, his salary for the whole year is $4 million. And he's got $3.2 million sitting on this game wow. and his performance in this game. So, Baker, I hope you hit it. Also, will they have to franchise you after the season? Well, exactly. Will you get a big contract? Yeah. Yeah. Franchise tag is worth $35 million. Big contract could be worth that. That's good or not. Is that's that pressure? So, I, that's yeah. real so, duress. Here you go. You, you have a lot on the line, Baker. Good luck. That was good. That was excellent. Real quick, before I go, Brew, do you think right now, the, the Bucks are bringing Baker back because I do. I, even if it means they have to franchise tag him, I yeah. think they're bringing Baker I back. Do. So I, I think do. he's going to get the, you know, the next year money, but the fact that he could double his salary for this year, I didn't know that. That's really good. Um, all right, I'm putting show favorite, and you guys know it pains me to do this. I'm putting Nick Sirianni on the bud list, mm-hmm. and <laughs> yeah, you guys might say, Nick, you're uh, this is unfair. The, the, the guys, look at his record. Look at what he's done. You don't give him enough credit. Nick Sirianni goes on WIP every week. And I just want to give you a small taste of what Nick Sirianni, the defending coach of the coach of the defending NFC champions, 11-win Philadelphia Eagles. It's a 15-minute spot, but I just want you to hear what he was asked to start the interview and then to end the interview. And you see if you think I'm putting him under too much pressure. Take a listen. All right, Nick, let's get to it here. Um... Are you concerned that you have lost the team? No, I'm not concerned about that. Are you worried about your future in Philly, that it may not last much longer unless the team plays much better soon? No, I don't, I don't think about those things. Okay, then. So when the radio hosts on your paid weekly spot are asking you, hey, buddy, you getting fired if this thing doesn't get turned around? Then maybe I'm not the one being unfair, and you might say, well, those guys are crazy. His job's totally safe. Well, maybe in most places, but quick story. Andy Reid coached there for 14 years, made the playoffs nine times, had double-digit wins eight times, six division titles, five conference championship game appearances, went to a Super Bowl, had one bad year, out of there. Then Chip Kelly comes in. He went 10-6, and six, went 10-6 and six again. The third year, started 6-9, and nine, out of there before the end of the year. What about Doug Peterson? Well, he won the Super Bowl with a backup quarterback. Then the next year, made the playoffs and won a playoff game with a backup quarterback. Then the next year, made the playoffs again, and then he had a down year. Out of there. So the idea that Nick Sirianni could not, if this season ends as poorly as I think it's going to, start next year wow. on the hot seat, of course oh, he could. See that no. of, of course he could start next year on the hot seat. That's not my fault, Philly well, fans. That's the market, the team, and the history of coaching there. The way you said that, I thought you soft. Now, I'm not saying he'd get fired if they There's got no chance the he gets round. fired this year. But, but I, think he could start. I, I think it's definite he starts next season on the hot seat. Yeah. Like, if, if next year were to go the way this year is trending, Yikes. Yeah, yeah. He, I, I would think that. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to take a quick trip to the NBA and put Giannis uh, yeah, Giannis on the bud list. The Bucks are 24 and 10. They're giving up 119 points. Played the Pacers last night and lost for the fourth time, and it's haunting Giannis. Take a listen. You have that, uh, and you think about it. Now, when you go back home, 
and you sleep and you wake up, you think about it. Now when you go back and uh, work out, you think about it. When you're about to get freaky at night, you think about it. <laughs> <laughs> what? Okay, uh, Bucks ranks. Uh, when they won the championship, they had the fifth best offense and the ninth best defense. Nice little balance. Then they went and lost to the Celtics that year. Offense was great. Defense, not so great, so you lose to Celtics. They're like, that doesn't work. We got too much offense, not enough defense. Let's flip it. <laughs> then you get the 15th best offense, the fourth best defense, be a real defensive team. Next thing you know, you lose to the Heat. It's like, all right, all right, we got to be better on offense. Now you, you put the uh, balance back on this side, you get Dame Lillard. Now you got the third best offense and the 21st ranked defense, and you're getting lit up by the Pacers because you don't play any defense. The Pacers also don't play any defense, but they seem to play more offense than you. <laughs> so, Brew, the question is massive, even though we have 60 seconds left in the segment. Is Are you confident that this Dame trade is going to yield a deep playoff run or a championship? I'm just saying deep playoff yeah, run. Yeah, I think it'll at least be a, a deep playoff run. Okay. But this is the thing with Dame, and we said it, we looked at it on the positive side when he went there, like, hey, this is great. He's already top 75. He's a Hall of Famer. Now he gets a ring. It, you know, it's going to raise his stature even higher. Well, on the flip side, if you go to a team with arguably the best player in the league that's already won a championship, the defense gets horrendous when mm -hmm. you're there. We know you weren't a great defender. And you do go out, even in the second round, I think. You can't go out. I think round. people will look at Dame as a big part of the reason. Can I ask and a it follow, will hurt him Just a follow up right now, this moment. If this were to be round two, Bucks Pacers. Are you picking Milwaukee when they've lost four or five to them? I've seen a lot of times where a team got dominated in the regular season and then beat that team in the playoffs. So I, I still probably would go with Milwaukee. But uh, 140. It's happened. They can't. No, they just can't. And they were talking mess. Benedict Matherin was talking mess like today. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So, to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to NetSuite.com slash FTF. NetSuite.com slash FTF. NetSuite.com slash FTF. So I thought it was odd uh, that the Chiefs got 19 points from Harrison Butker, but Travis Kelsey knows more about football than I do. I admit that. And he saw something that made him think the offense is back. Take a listen. Man, I'll tell you what, man. That was a fun game to be a part of. It's probably the first first game I've had in a while where the energy felt right on the sideline. The 
the excitement for everybody's success, not just out there trying to do your job. And guys were making plays. Guys were comfortable out there. Offensively, it felt like we, we caught a rhythm there. And, um, yeah. and it all kind of started with that offensive line. I mean, those five guys, uh, came together and made it a statement that, that we were going to control the line of scrimmage. That's a current, that's a current clip. Dust. That's a current <laughs> clip from this. What did right? you think of the offense in that game, Wilds? I thought Harrison Butker did an awesome job. Yeah. He had six field goals. No, how did, several from perhaps 40 yards because you couldn't get no. it any closer. So you, I so thought you Travis Kelsey had three catches for 16 yards and a, a drop or two. Yeah, so you didn't so think I just the thought, offense I just moved wanted, the ball? Dude, I just wanted to double check that was from this. No, 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 no. You're being what you felt like it was from last year. So so you didn't think, so you, I know, listen, you and Josh grinding the all 22. You didn't think the Chiefs moved the ball in that game. I thought they, because that's what he's talking about. I thought it moved to a certain point. Yeah, and and then then they stalled. stalled. Yeah. Absolutely and I don't right. think that's – if your plan is to go to cr- uh, cross-country and you're like, we're in Utah, this is good enough. No, but their plan was to issue. get to Utah. Their plan was to win the game. <laughs> okay. And the, so nice. here's uh, – I'll just tell you what he's saying because he's right. They punted the ball once. They averaged seven yards per play, which I think Coach will attest that is a great number under any circumstances, much less against a team and a D coordinator that historically has a bit had your number and is playing for their playoff lives. We ran the, the graphic of how bad the Bengals defense was. Okay, that's was. great. That, that, that's great. And yet I didn't hear anybody on this show saying, and because of that, the, the Chiefs are going to blow them out. This is the same thing that happened after the Patriots game. All week leading up to the Patriots game, I had to hear from you about how the Patriots could win and how great the Patriots defense was. And then when the Chiefs moved the ball at will in that game, I heard ads to the Patriots, who cares? And now once again, you want to bring Bill Belichick back because the defense is so good. So Chiefs the, played the, well against the he, Patriots. He, I don't think the offense looked awesome the, against the Bengals. Okay, so I like so nuts. here's here's what I'm not nuts. I I didn't I say it. Nuts. Travis Kelsey said it. I I think it's very very simple. The Chiefs, if they don't turn the ball over, don't lose. Unfortunately, this year they are bottom five in the NFL in plus minus. They're bottom five in forced turnovers. As good as the defense is, they're not forcing turnovers, and they're bottom five or top five, depending on how you look at it, the way you want to phrase it. Most turnovers. Mm-hmm. That's it. There's the drops. There's this. I, the problem is the turnovers. And in that game against Cincinnati, despite turning the ball over, they still won the game, and they only had one drive in and a punt. When the playoffs start, Brew, if they don't turn the ball over, they'll beat everyone they play. And if they turn the ball over like they did against the Raiders, anyone can beat them. It is very, very simple, and I, and I am buying what Travis is selling. I'm crestfallen. This is the unofficial, unofficial mm-hmm. beginning of the end for this season. Yikes. Why? Take. The official will be if, when they lose, if they lose. This is the lowering of the bar. Travis Kelsey, one of the greatest tight ends we've ever seen, in one of the greatest offenses we've ever seen over the past few years, is happy is bragging about how great the offense was when you had to settle for six field goals? I mean, when you were 33% in the red zone, and that Cincinnati gives up more than half of the trips to the red zone, they give up touchdowns. Now, they're decent in that regard, but still, they held you to 33%. One for three. Yeah, and so I'm just – it's it, and then you, Nick, you, you co-signed it. 
Like that, that it's, I watched it's the game. They moved the I, ball. I wanted That's the what he's talking about. I wanted the, you know, the nowhere better than this. Travis Kelsey is settling. He has lowered the bar to, you know what? Six field goals. Yeah, hey, we, we don't score like we used to. Well, we, they we, don't. we don't, we don't, we don't, but, but he's that, accepting it. That, I don't want him to accept it. I, this is one thing. Look, you can rip on the Eagles all you want. What I do like about the Eagles is when they were rolling, they were still like, man, we got to get better. All right, we, this is not good enough. We've got to win. The Chiefs are like, you know what? Six field goals, we'll take it. Well, I, don't think, I don't think this is a case of Travis Kelsey not taking accountability, not recognizing weaknesses, but Obviously. they've been struggling at different points throughout the entire season. So what Travis did recognize, they scored on seven drives, which is hard to do. That's over typically over half of the drives that you have in a game. He likes the fact the offensive line has played better. He likes the fact that they're not fighting on the sideline. They're actually celebrating each other's success. It was one fight, well, argument on the sideline. It wasn't a no argument game. But, but that, that was, that's that was, kind of like the red zone. It's like one argument. Okay, but that also, that also was the defense. Lowering of the, the bar. Okay, but but he also, it was also you're out tweeting that MVS was like this, and you said that MVS deserves to be benched. But the, the, what, is that such, what on? Or hold on. Because if you're talking about there's no arguments and or bad vibes, you said the vibes are so bad you would have benched him. I'm not on the team. I know that you think I am. I'm not a member of the team. I'm just saying the vibes are not immaculate when the guy showed them up. I didn't like it. Okay. (laughs) The people who were actually on the the people who were actually on the team, that is not God dog it. What you can't do is misrepresent what he's saying. He's talking about the offense. The argument on the side was Willie Gay yelling at the D-line. Me being upset with MVS when Mahomes' response to it was to immediately throw him the ball again means despite what I tweeted from my house in Harlem did not infect the game plan in Kansas City. I know that's shocking, but well, it did. I'm saying now today we can't be like, yeah, the vibes are great. The- I'm not saying Travis said that. I'm just not allowing the vibes were great to be part of the narrative. How so does the my feeling the on what MBS did affect the vibes of the Chiefs? What because are you you're talking an influencer. About? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If you missed today's show or want to take it on the go, be sure to subscribe to the podcast. It has just been on fire recently. And make sure that today's podcast includes where I yelled at Wilds. Yes. I meant every minute of it. (laughs) Tomorrow. (laughs) Upset alert. Brew is also on fire. Holy cow. And I'm going to come in with a late W just like the commanders. Uh, And also, of course, Nick's picks. Medals time. Pistons in Utah. Uh, Jalen Duran takes a ride on Walker Kessler's shoulders. Dangerous. Man, I'm just, I'm just I would, glad he didn't get hurt. I would head towards oh silly. Uh, Pistons tie it at the buzzer, then lose. Wilds, what are we going to – you don't have any segments anymore. Other than weird and wonderful. Whatever. Well, Brew has bud list and upset alert. Yeah. I have the mountain and the tears. Yeah. You, we need a branded wild segment. They're called all the other segments. <laughs> <laughs> Bronx medal, Tyrese Halliburton, 31-12 and zero turnovers for, I, again, 
just flatly one of the best players in the league. Yeah. A he's trying to be first tertiary team. MVP candidate and a guy who has lit the Bucks on fire all year. Bronze or silver? Let's go. Let's go. This one talking about got bronze. Let's go. He is a, he's becoming amazing. This is yes. honestly, bro. The reason I felt so comfortable, really, I mean, eyes bulging, yelling at Wilds last segment was because I knew he wouldn't be mad at me. Let's go. Shin Goon with his first ever silver. And then a goal. Unstoppable. My large adult Slovenian son, 41, 6, and 5, and a nearly 30 point win over the Blazers. There's the medal stand from last night. In the association. Look, it says the librarian. Let's go. It says the librarian. <laughs> playing great. He's playing out of his... He's I, he, he doesn't make weird and wonderful because the game is too easy for him. <laughs> Lakers below 500 after losing at home to a Jimmy Butler-less Heat squad. Shams writing in The Athletic. There's currently a deepening disconnect between Darvin Ham <laughs> and the Lakers locker room, raising questions about the head coach's standing. What in the world? <laughs> Is it panic time in L.A.? I, I don't think it's panic time, but I just I got to give LeBron credit, man. My guy is consistent. If things are not going well, he will, does not care. Because I think this LeBron probably is one of the people that is taking issue with Darvin Ham. Does not care about relationships, friendships, any of this. If he thinks we need to be better and you're not sure. doing your thing. But that ain't it, a good thing. I I don't know if it's a bad thing either. It, it is what it is. I'm just saying it's not like, all right, I'm damn near 40. I'm in year 21. I'm putting in cruise control. Yeah, I mean, I think he could get fired, Brew. Yeah. Well, look, 10 of their next 12 are at home. And if they if they are terrible in this homestand, Tomorrow. I don't think he deserves to get fired. No, he doesn't but, deserve it. But 